0: You are listening into the Permissions Podcast. I am your humble and gracious host, David A. Burris, and I hope you're ready because I'm about to give you permission to think differently. Let's go. Uh, I want to start today by just kind of speaking to the fellas. I want to speak to men today and the women who love them. I spent so many years, fellas, in my marriage, and I've been married 20 years. I've spent so many years wanting my wife to be a certain way, do certain things, respond to me a certain way, respect me a certain way, show up for me in certain ways, and man, I, I just, I became more frustrated because she was not doing the things that I was asking her to do. Many of you feel like you're in the same position, same boat, where the woman in your life is not showing up the way you think she should. And that can be frustrating, especially when you have done so much work as a man And you have tried to be as clear and articulate articulate in what you are expressing and needing and desiring. And she still does not get it. What is that about? Why does that happen? I'm going to share something with you today, guys, that is absolutely transformative. It changed the game for me. And I suspect that it's going to change the game for you. I was meditating Ephesians chapter 5 one day, verses 22 through 24 in the Message Bible. And I saw something so profound and so interesting that I had to pause for a second, man, and really reflect on how am I showing up as a husband? When you read Ephesians 5, 22 through 24, and I'm not going to read it, I'm just going to kind of quote it, you can go visit it. But I want you to read the Message Bible. In verse 22, it talks about wives submitting to their husbands and showing reverence to their husbands out of reverence for Christ. And it talks about how when she reveres her husband and when she supports him and when she yields to him, she's really yielding and supporting Christ. And that husband is the beneficiary of her relationship with Christ. But man, it goes on to, to say something. That absolutely convicted me. Here's what it said it said, The husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ provided leadership for the church. Now, that doesn't sound too deep, too profound. It doesn't sound like anything that you're not already doing. I know most of you, when you hear that, you're thinking to yourself, I provide leadership for my wife. I know that I do. But what I submit to you is that some of the change you're looking for from your wife is because, gentlemen, you are not providing leadership. Now, this is going to sound like it's correction. And I'm not meaning to correct you, but I'm hel- I'm wanting you to recalibrate. And this recalibration changed everything for me. And I want to show you the difference today. It says, husbands, love your wives the way Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Message Bible says, the husband provides leadership for his wife the way Christ provided leadership for his church. It says the husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church, not by domineering listen to this fellas, but by cherishing. So just as the church provides or submits to Christ as he exercises such leadership, wives should likewise submit to their husbands. Now, that doesn't seem like it's saying too much until we read it a little bit closer. It says the husband provides leadership to his wife. Now here's where we are missing it. Many of us fellas, I want you to hear this. What we have been taught is that as men, we are to take the lead. Let me repeat that. We have been taught to take the lead. But what I'm reading here in Ephesians 5 is that the husband doesn't take the lead. The husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church. Goes on to say this, and this is helping us understand the difference between taking the lead and providing leadership. This last part says not by domineering, but by cherishing. Wow. So there are a couple of things I want you to hear here. One of the mistakes we are making as men is we are spending too much time taking the lead. When the reality is we aren't to take anything, we are to provide leadership. Let's unpack that word provision. That word provision is comprised of two words, the word pro and the word vision. The word provision, the word pro means before the word vision means to see. And so provision means to see before. So when it talks about a husband providing leadership, what it's talking about is a husband that word provision and provide. We often equate that to money and finances and the way we pay bills. And that is a, an aspect of provision, but provision is so much more than money and bills. Provision is about seeing before it's about before vision. So the way that husbands, can provide leadership for their wives is they have to have before vision or pro vision. Now, the difference between being a husband that provides leadership and one that takes the lead is that provision pro before vision to see provision means I see her before I see her provision to provide in other words i have to lead based another scripture says as husbands dwell with your wives according to knowledge or according to what you know and so our responsibility as husbands is to know our wives and to lead them based on what we know about them provision Pro before vision to see. So now when it comes to the way I lead my wife, when it comes to the way you lead your wife or the woman in your life or your daughters, even your children, your nieces, your sister, even your mother, there's got to be provision as a leader. We can't just take the lead. Let's read a little bit further. It says husband. It says the husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church look at this part not by domineering but by cherishing wow so he's giving us number one the cheat code you don't take the lead sir you provide leadership well how does that look in real time it looks like we don't domineer or we don't dominate but we cherish see whenever you take something taking is rooted in dominance I take the lead or I dominate as a leader. But when you are a providing leader, when you are a provisionary leader, when you provide leadership as Christ does to his church, it's not rooted in domineering. It's not rooted in taking. It's rooted in cherishing. Now, that word cherish means I consider your feelings I consider your heart, I consider your desires, I consider your need, I consider your mood, I consider your frustrations, I consider your fear, and I make decisions based on what I have considered concerning you. When I take the lead, I don't consider you. There are zero considerations when a man is taking the lead or when a woman is taking the lead. On the flip side, I have to fully consider her needs, her wants, her desires if I'm going to provide leadership. And I want to ask the men who are are listening to this, I want to ask you, man, do you tend to take the lead or do you tend to provide leadership? Are Are you a man who takes the lead? Are you a man who provides leadership? There's a word that I want to put on the table called tenderness. And we can actually, um, this, the word is almost synonymous with cherishing. We as men have to be more tender in how we speak, how we lead, how we handle the women in our lives. And so if we're going to do that, if we're going to be men who provide leadership, we're going to have to have some tenderness in our tone, tenderness in our leadership. And some of us don't know how to show up in a more tender way. And so what I want to do is spend the next five minutes sharing with you four elements of tenderness. All right. Four elements of tenderness. Number one, emotional sensitivity. Emotional sensitivity. What that means is that we as husbands should strive to understand not only our own emotions, but also the emotions of our wives. This involves recognizing and respecting her feelings, her fears, her desires. Now, we can do this by practicing active listening, where we focus on her words and her feelings without interrupting or judging And this can be developed through exercising empathy, where we put ourselves in our woman's shoes, not literally, but figuratively, to understand their perspective. If we're gonna be providers of leadership, we have to be more emotionally sensitive. The second element of that tenderness, or that cherishing, is gentle communication gentle communication choice of words and tone are essential guys the way we speak often matters as much as what we say so using a softer tone and choosing words that are kind and reassuring and affirming can make a significant difference in how she receives you and how she responds to you some of what you are looking to receive from her starts with your tone Now, how do we do this? We practice mindful speaking where we as husbands pause to think before speaking. We could also use affirmations and compliments to express appreciation and love, thereby reinforcing a positive atmosphere. And so now what we're doing is we're sliding into more cherishing and more tender and less domineering. Remember, number one was emotional sensitivity. Number two is gentle communication. I'm sharing four elements of tenderness. Number three is empathetic understanding. Empathetic understanding. So when we think about deep empathy, this goes beyond just understanding her viewpoint. It's also about connecting with her on an emotional level and showing genuine care for her feelings so it's, it's, we're not just hearing viewpoints, but we're also tapped into how does this make her feel? It's actually one of the questions you can ask yourself even in the conversation. I hear what she's saying, but what, is, what are the feelings that she is expressing? And so in order to implement this, we, we as husbands have to ask open-ended questions about her feelings and experiences. And that helps build empathy with us. Also, acknowledging her feelings and showing that we value them is crucial in building trust between her and you. So, the first thing we talked about is being emotionally sensitive. The second thing is gentle communication. The third thing that we just discussed is empathetic understanding. And this last minute, I want to share with you the fourth aspect of gentleness or tenderness. It is physical gentleness. That's We're talking about nonverbal communication now. Gentle physical gestures like a soft touch, a warm hug, or simply holding hands. Those things convey tenderness effectively. So now we can... We can do things and and we can be encouraged to use gentle physical gestures as a form of nonverbal communication. It expresses something to her when you gently pull her in or you gently caress her arm or you gently hold her hand. What you are expressing is that I am in a tender place and I'm willing to handle you with care. A couple things I want you to also consider is consistency and Reflecting and adjusting and modeling behavior. These are all things that if we're consistent and if we're reflecting and adjusting and if we're modeling the behavior that we want to see, those things go a long way in how they perceive us, how they receive us and what we get back from them. So I want to close here by asking you one simple question. Are you a man who is taking the lead or are you a man who is providing leadership? Are you a man who's taking the lead or are you a man who is providing leadership? We want to be the type of men that provide leadership. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework, fellas. I want you to meditate Ephesians chapter five, verse 22 through 24. And in a journal or notebook, I want you to outline the five areas in which you feel like you can be more gentle and more tender. It can be in how you communicate. It can be in lovemaking. It can be in how you handle her physically. It could be how you respond to her wants, needs, and desires. But I want you to sit down and outline five areas where you could level up as a leader in the area of tenderness and gentleness. And I want you to meditate Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. Let me pray with you. Lord, so grateful and so thankful for this opportunity to grow as men. I pray that you would help us to be more like you more communicative, more expressive, more gentle, more tender, more kind, more patient, more gracious, more humble, more concerned, cherishing more, and being providers of leadership. This is our prayer, and we're so grateful and thankful for the victory in our lives concerning this. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, if you are a man or woman, both single or married, who needs some mentorship, I would love to or coaching rather I would love to be your coach Uh, I have a community that I run called the David Burris Academy Um, I meet every Monday night with married couples every Wednesday night with singles we meet virtually via Zoom uh, and it's just a wonderful time it is this but on level 10 because you it's it's rich teaching it's practical insight it is Q&A it's coaching it's a beautiful thing if you're interested, you can connect with us at www.the David Academy backslash membership. I'm sorry, forward slash membership. the David Academy forward slash membership. All right. I look forward to walking with you in the future. And remember, gentlemen, we are providers of leadership. We're not takers of leadership. Let's go.